Okay, Baruch Hashem, we're blessed to begin another day. The Avoda, one of the things that's challenging for each and every one of us, and that's so important for us to try and work on, is positivity and love and seeing the good. And it's one of the things that we know by default is it's something that um, a person naturally is negative, and a person, of course, the Yitzhahara, the uh, Yitzhahara is always focused on what we're missing, and always focused on the negative, and it's something that needs constant work, needs patience. Uh, one of the things that we always say is that uh, being positive about being negative is also very important, which means when a person is negative and a person has negative thoughts and then he's uh, negative about the fact that he's negative, he's, he's upset that he's negative and he wants to change the negative to positive, right? Be positive, be positive is a negative uh, a connotation and negative statement as opposed to it's okay that I'm being negative. And when, once a person realizes that it's a uh, it's a um, way of life for a person to try as best as he can and to have patience with learning how to be more positive, learning more to find the good. Right? There's always two, two sides uh, that a person, thank you very much, that a person can look at things and the uh, easier way or the, like we said, like the Yitzhahara wants a person to focus on the, uh, the negative and he wants us to focus on what's missing wants to focus on how much is not there and a big uh, avod of a person is to try and work on himself to, to learn how to become more positive and learn how to see the good how to find the good right? we, we say that to find the good means when you see the natural good in somebody so you didn't find it it's right in front of you you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to look for it once a person has to look for the good so then it's it's difficult because then then it then it takes time then it takes effort then it's something that that is uh difficult for us but when a person finds and he searches and he's humble to say i want to find the positive i want to find the positive and he learns to be somebody who is that's why it's so powerful. That's why judging to see the good and finding the good, which is very appropriate to to Kabbalah Satoira, is is right to strengthen our our uh, our love for one another and the natural. If if it wasn't so powerful. And it wasn't so important. It wouldn't be so. It wouldn't be so. Uh, it w- it wouldn't be so important. Meaning, it wouldn't be so easy to be so negative. If it was so, if it if it was so, just simple to love another Jew, and it was it was not so fundamental. Then, of course, it wouldn't be. It would be easy because it's so difficult. That's why, or because it's fundamental. That's why it's. It's so difficult because it's such a high level for a person to be judging and seeing the good. And I, and I just want to reiterate, I think this is so important, is that it's not so much seeing the good in another person. It's looking to find the good. There's a big, big difference. It's not just that right? we want it to be, that we wake up and everything we see is so beautiful and so perfect. And we want it to be that all the people around us, we automatically see you know, everything so beautiful. Right? That's, that, that's, not, that's not the avod of life. The avod of life, the purpose is for a person to learn how to become a more positive person. For a person to learn how to see the good in people. Whether or not you accomplish it or you don't, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to see the good. But, but, but to be from those who are looking for the good is, uh, is what it's about. And when a person learns hilchas, that's why it's important that we learn hilchas lashanara. Because when you learn what you can't say about people, when you learn and it forces you, right? It forces you to look inside. 
Once a person is looking outside and he's saying that the problem is outside, that is the problem. That is the problem. When you think the problem is him or her or them or something that, that's outside of you, that itself is the problem. When a, when a person recognizes that I am the problem and I am what needs to be fixed and I am what needs to be healed and I am what, what needs to have, uh, you know, to change, right? And that's very hard for a person to do. When a person takes ownership on his life, it's very, very hard for a person to do that. Because then he could feel guilty, then he feels down, then he feels, right, whatever it is, whatever comes with that. But the mile of that, the benefit of that is then you can change. Then you can begin to change. When a person stops speaking Lashon Hara, and he, and he says, it, it's not about that other person, it's about me. And a person learns to change his way, so that's when his healing, and that's when his um, change and fixing begins to take place. Because then he has all the tools and he has everything inside of him to fix what he needs or to heal whatever he needs to fix and heal. Masha'in Kane, as opposed to if it's the other person, so I can't control the other person. I can't fix the other person. I can't heal the other person. There's nothing I could do. There's nothing I could do. And then you stay stuck in the, in the, in the situation that you're in. That's why Hilchus Lashon Hara is so, so important that we do it every day and that a person learns it because as the Chavetz Chaim says, the more you learn the halachas, he gives a segula that a person will slowly not have a Yetzirah to talk Lashon Hara, which means that he will focus and spend his energy and spend his mind focusing on himself and all that energy that you could spend in somebody else's world, in someone else's business, you spend that in your business. So, question, comments, and with that we begin. Someone's got to have a comment or a question. Can't be. Okay? Maishi, come on. Can't be. All right. Okay. Yeah? You're good? Yeah, I have a question. Yeah, I knew you had a question. Would it, would it be fair to say that for, in regards to all actions that we do, it's really for us, for our own sake? I mean, if I'm being nice to somebody, it's really... It's, for me. I'm doing it for me, not for them. Yes. Right, so, so based on what we, we said before, um, where's that balance? That we, where do we find that balance between completely getting lost in ourselves and making everything about us and the ego and right. all that that we do with Beautiful. So, great, so great question. Great question. Great question. Yeah, so one of the things that I love to talk about in, in, when, when I hear questions like that is, is the goal of someone who's in yeshiva now at this stage till a person gets married. What happens is when a person gets married, right, so then he has to worry for his wife, then God willing he has to worry for his children, and then he gets a job and he's out there. He has to sort of uh, expand his, his care for other people and his time and energy for other people. I say when a person is in yeshiva, the greatest thing that a person could do is he could really, really t- focus totally, totally, totally on himself. And he could be, quote unquote, selfish. Now that doesn't mean that you can't, if a guy asks you to pass a cup, you know, at the lunch, in the lunchroom, you can't say, oh, well, I'm totally focused on myself. I'm not doing anything for anybody else. Doesn't mean that you can't, you know, uh, lend, lend your roommate, you know, uh, uh, some shampoo or give him some shampoo. It doesn't mean you can't be sensitive to other people. So on, uh, I've, heard, I've heard that answer as well. I've mean, yeah. said that for the, you know, for now, and then when you get married, it will naturally um, push itself out due right. to right. responsibilities. That, that right, then. exactly. My, my question is, it's, a, it's a, on like a philosophical level, right. it's kind of the, the ends justifying the means here, and it's using a, like a bad, I call it bad, like study habit. To, to get to the end point where we want to be in the meanwhile we're, we're setting ourselves up for failure until, until your wife and children and other responsibilities are out of you for now you're setting yourself up in a bad habit 
Right, but but if you're right, but but if you're if you're focusing on yourself and building yourself, you can't give something that you don't have. So if I have love and I have positivity and I have confidence and I have whatever I have, I'm going to give that over. And even when a person gets married and has children, he's going to be working on himself also. I just say it now to sort of keep everybody, you know, uh, short-sighted and not thinking about it. It's not like you get married and then you're not working on your career, you're not working on yourself. That, that, in a certain way, you start working on yourself even more. But the point is, is that the more a person builds himself up as a person, he becomes healthier, he becomes more positive, he becomes more loving, he becomes someone who is who has mission, he has someone who has focus, all the positive traits that a person can think of, then all you're going to do is make the world around you and make the people around you going to you'll smell good. We all want to smell good. And the more beautiful you make yourself, the more the people around you will, will be influenced by you. Not because I'm specifically, right? When someone smells good, they're not, they're not spraying people with their with their cologne, but they smell good, it's just naturally you give over that odor. So too, when a person is a wonderful, positive person, they don't have to go ahead and say, oh, right now I'm choosing to be positive, so I'm going to be positive to you, or I'm choosing to be loving. The love will overflow from the person. So the more, I, I, it's never a problem for a person to invest in his own love and self-care and building himself up. It'll never end up hurting him. Because ultimately, we naturally want to give to people. We naturally want to help people, and especially, especially when you're married and you have children and you work with other people. Nobody goes and, and, and ends up being in a cave up on a mountain and has no interaction with anybody. Whatever you're going to be doing in life, you're going to be around people. And the healthier you become, right? Like I say, when it comes to Lush and Hara, right? Your Shabbos table. What's your Shabbos table going to look like? Is your Shabbos table going to be a table where, there, where people are talking Lashonara? Is the date that you go on, right? It's one of the five things that I, the five things that I, that I ask people when they're dating, whether they're ready to marry this girl. One of the things are, is she someone who wants to talk about other people? Is she interested in other people or she's not interested no, I don't mean interested in helping other people. I mean interested in just talking about others. Or does she not like talking about others? So that you bring with you. There's no, I don't think there's any, I, I don't think there's any, um, now I'm not sure, Maishu, what specifically you're referring to, but I think our challenge is, is that we don't overindulge in our own self-care as much as we need to, as much as we have to. I think we're, you know, I think a, selfish person in an ironic way is a person who doesn't have self-care. So he needs everyone to take care of him. He needs everyone else to give him the love. A person who's missing the love, a person who's missing uh, good feelings about himself needs everybody to go ahead and he ends up being the most selfish person. A person whose who's self-care and takes care of himself, he's the one who's, who's able to give to give over. I talk in relationships. Just we'll talk sh- just just uh, parenthetically, um, but it but it works. We've spoken about this in Shalom Bias. It's the same thing. Meaning nobody is a hundred percent pure self-loving that they don't need love from others. It's a natural thing that we need other people. To, I'm not talking about big big madrega tzaddik and whatever it is. That I don't even know how they work. I'm just saying us regular people, right? We need other people to love us. We need other people to validate us. It's normal. It's a normal thing. I always say it depends what the percentage is. Is my percentage, all right? You, you go in and say, oh, the goal is to have all the love in the world so I can love my wife and give her everything. The question is, what's your percentage? Is my tank at 5% of love and I need my wife to fill me up 95%? Or is my tank at 70%, at 80%, which would be high, and I need my wife to fill me up with 20%. And then my wife, hopefully, her tank of love, I'm just using that as an example, is up also to 80%. The problem in relationships is when it's imbalanced. Is when, uh, if I need you know, 10% love, and my wife needs 90% love, okay, that would be not a bad shidduch, because, because I have all the love to give her. 
right? Even though it's ultimately, it'll be hard because you want to have an equal relationship with your wife. You want it to be a team. You want it to be together. But that's a, another conversation. But the point is, is that the more a person fills himself up and the more she fills herself up, so then you're overflowing to each other. That's really, that's really the ultimate in relationships in general. The more you have, the more you could give. And the stronger you are in whatever it might be. I was just using the example of love. You know, it could be, you know, it could be in other areas as well, where a person in confidence, right, in, in, in feeling good about yourself, right? You could have, my wife's going to make me feel good about myself. My friends will make me feel good about myself. And that's normal. It's very hard to be a person that, oh, I have no friends. I don't need friends. I don't need anyone around me. I'm going to feel good about myself whether people like me or people don't like me. That's not, that, you're not an angel. You're not a, you're a human being. But the question is, to what level? Everybody likes praise. Everybody likes to hear that, oh, they're doing well. Everyone likes validation. The question is, right, like we said the other day, right, how much validation is coming from me and how much validation is coming from everybody else? What are you doing having a bad day? I don't know. You say this. Have a l'chaim. No, yeah, I don't know. Practical right. level. Yeah. Practical level. Right. Right. And people wake up sometimes on the wrong side of the head. Right. Wrong side of the head. Yeah. Right. And uh, so the, the, this is all safe but the regesh. Right, right. So, so Rabbi Regensburg, uh, again, I'm no one to, especially someone like you, I'm saying you, you're, you're a hush of a person, saying, well, I, I think that it goes in the same thing. And the question is what my boundaries are, meaning how bad of a day am I having and how good of a day am I having. When a person is is, uh, you know, health, the healthier you are, the less, your bad day is, is less bad. And, and you know what I mean? It's, yeah, you're not, I'll say, I'll go meet them before you go, before Right. Because yesterday I, had, I was in a good mood in right. the morning, and then right. evening, every reg I changed. Right, right, right. It doesn't matter That's what happened right. yesterday. Yesterday right. is correct, correct. So, so you can't, this is all a Right. On a practical level, people have right. to think of that. Right, right. 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 Uh, the question is, though, how right? a person could be in a bad mood. He could not be nice to his wife or this. He could have yeah, a read of. But the question is, and say, I had a bad day. No, that's a it's a balance. It's a balance. I'm just right. saying. I'm just saying. That balance. I'm saying changes everything. Right. Right. I I agree. I'm just saying. Whatever. What I'm saying is that is that you're, 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 the, according to your healthiness, when you're not having a good day or a bad day, you're working on your healthiness will affect your bad day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, meaning, also, meaning, in that case, in emotional health, something that you worked on yesterday, right. tomorrow morning, the guy can wake up with a stomach ache and he's in a terrible mood. Right, but just remember, remember, good, good, very good. There's something called, we'll call it in, in the Heintiger language, right? In the, in the 2020 language, 2021 language, are called triggers. We've spoken about this. The guy who has road rage doesn't have road rage. He's not angry about the traffic. He's angry about something else. And he takes it out on the traffic. When someone's child spills something, right, and they get angry at the child, they're not angry that the child spilled. They're angry at whatever it might be. I'll give an example. They're angry at themselves. They're angry at their wife. They're angry at they don't like a mess. They're angry at the wife's, uh, the schwigger. Because the kids like the trigger. I'm saying, is he, we're angry at myself that I ended up marrying a girl like this. I can't. I mean, my point is, is that, is that the the deeper and the more a person heals himself, and he works on himself, and he's a balavoid in himself. So then, the bad days will become um, less significant in his avoda. That, that, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying a person won't have the bad days. But it's never the spill of the child. It's never, just remember this, it's never your roommate that is, I know I'm gonna, this sounds very cliche, but it's never your roommate that's the problem. You just met the guy. Why are you angry at the guy? You don't even know the guy. Why are you angry at him? So the, an, so the answer is, right, Yehuda, Rabbi Dr. Yehuda could tell you, the reason is, is because there's something called, and Yehuda, tell me if I'm saying this right, there's something called transference. Transference means, on a simple level is, we transfer people, which means you're my father, you're my brother, 
You're the male person. You're the woman. You're my mother. Right? People who have trouble in relationships is because you're transferring your, those things. The story you tell yourself is the story you have from, a, from your childhood, whatever it might be, without getting into the psychology of it. That's really the way it works. It means I'm not angry at my wife. I'm angry at my mother. I'm angry at a relationship. I'm not angry at the guy. I'm angry at my father. I'm angry at my Rebbe. And when someone opens up, people have trouble learning. They're, 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 they're disconnected. How many times I've spoken to guys at Shabbos? They have trouble with Shabbos. Why? Because Shabbos was, uh, in, their, in their childhood, was, was terrible. So, so, right, we spoke about it. Some guys spoke about Magid trauma at the Seder. Right? They have Magid trauma. Right? Baruch Shem, hopefully we fixed it this past year, right? Where, where, where we had, right, but why do I have Magid trauma? Why, why, why can't I go to a Seder? It's over. Because the child is, it has nothing to do with the Seder. Just, it's a story that we tell ourselves. And it's the, right, you look at a, you look at someone who's a, a certain type of Jew. You see a Chassid, or you see a, a di- different, you know, Baruch Hashem, we have many colorful Jews. And you automatically, we, we transfer things that we're, that we're heard from on those people. Okay, we got a, a little bit off the, uh, off the, uh, yeah, 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 sure. on how that works with with that's the way it works why did I pick that up I could have picked up the fact that his grandfather was a very wealthy guy and gave a lot of tzedakah so he's also a wealthy guy why, not, why am I focusing right, right. I mean, we focus on the things that, that, that okay it's a good segue to Lashonara we, we pick up our antennas pick up what, what are there for us like we said the other day your judgment of HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't judge anybody. The Alpi Kabbalah, they say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't judge anybody. So you can't have tainas on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Why this happened to you, why this is happening to you, why this? You judge. You judge it. Hashem puts that situation. Nothing in the movie. We see that last week. It's not just patient with all these other things. Oh, really? Okay. 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 Okay, so one of the things, yes. Yeah, sure. Love, we love questions, yeah. Thank you. So trying to find the, trying to understand life. That's all, yeah. Yeah. person who's, who's uh, you know, who's having trouble in the traffic with just the traffic. I would be curious what his story is about the traffic. I'd be curious. I don't believe, I mean, I don't believe, I don't believe that, I, I spoke, I, it's funny you say that, I remember a few years ago somebody visited, 
someone visited the yeshiva. It was a, a, someone from Shayashiv was in my shir in Shayashiv and came to visit the yeshiva and we made up a time to meet. And, uh, and he came, he was like a half hour, 45 minutes late. He came with his wife and his baby and he said, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm late, blah, blah. There was traffic on the, on the thing. So I said, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry, I'm Shilat coming through during that time. It was like four or five, right? There's heavy traffic. I said, oh, I'm so sorry about the traffic. Sorry to tell you about the traffic, traffic. He said, what do you, he looked at me. He's like, what do you mean? I love the traffic. This is what he told me. So I love the traffic. I was like, love the traffic? He's like, I love when I come to Eretz Yisrael and I see all the growth and the car, like, so his, what? what, what? So meanwhile, he's in the car sitting in traffic going like, yes, right? While the other guy is, you know, is getting upset. So it's not, it's never the traffic. It's never the traffic. I, I, I had the story myself. A few months, I don't know, remember when it was, when I went to Shilag for something on Friday. I think I mentioned him here one time. And I went, and it was like packed. And it was like right after Corona. It must have been maybe late. I, I don't know when it was, but it was after a stage where, where I hadn't been to Shilat, you know, to the center over there. Uh, last time I was there, it was like empty because of Corona. And now I'm there and it was packed. And there were so many cars. I was like, oh, this is so beautiful to see how, how many cars are, are there. Baruch Hashem, you know what I mean? So it's, so it's uh, you know, it, it's, all, it's all your perspective. It's all very hot. what? Someone American can't touch his soul and understand the problems. So he trained himself after, it took him 20 years. And when he gets to the sin weather, the Sharaf weather, right. he walks and he says, right, so he doesn't complain about his Makabas, he doesn't complain about the weather. And he came to walk out of him. I know that person. Right, right, right. And, that, and they, these are things that take time. It's not something that a person, right? It takes time to change one's perspective. You know, you... you right, right. A person, a person doesn't have, a person doesn't have children. And then you tell them, I'm complaining about my child who's up at 3 o'clock in the morning or the noise, right? The noise that my I grew up in a shul with all Holocaust survivors, all, 90% Holocaust survivors. They were, they lost their families. They lost, I grew up like that. I grew up my generation. My mamish grew up like that. The entire shul was filled with people who were in Auschwitz, who, this and that. Us kids ran around making noise, running around. You never heard, there was always, there was that one angry guy, you know what I mean, who'd always shush us all who we were afraid of. But basically the whole entire shul was a shul that celebrated celebrated what? The noise of children. That's perspective. Someone's going to say, oh my God. And there were people, people who used to say, oh, that shul, they would put it down. That shul, everyone talks in that shul. All the kids, everyone talking that shul, right? The, 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 right? It's all the perspective. I'm not getting into whether it's right, whether it's wrong. I'm, my point is, is that it's all the perspective. You tell somebody, you tell, I, I remember I had this one morning, you know, walking when I, when I, 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 I don't do it anymore. I got to, Something that would be a good thing to do, where I used to leave messages for Yitzi Weinstein of gratitude for 30 seconds, 45 seconds every morning. And I remember walking to Yeshiva and when we were in the um, downstairs over there in the, the uh, Moshav building in the uh, Shul building. And so I remember, I remember one of the gratitudes I had as as I heard the click, 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 click of the of the building, like you always hear in Eretz Yisrael, and saying, Baruch Hashem, I'm able to hear the sounds. It's all the perspective that a person. That are, it's all the perspective, and it's and it's something, right? Ask Mayor. It's an attitude. It's an attitude change. It's changing your life, not to be someone in the moment. Uh, how could I? It's very difficult in the moment to judge a person. If you're a if you're a fully negative person all the time, and you never work on seeing the good, good luck. Good luck. You're not going to get married and suddenly see the good in your wife. You'll see the same, right? People, people get so worried that they want, to see, they want to marry the most perfect person. Why? It'll save them all the time and energy of seeing you know, anything negative. I promise anybody, no matter who you marry, she could be the most perfect girl in the world in all, every, any area, everything perfect, perfect. You will see the negative if you are a person who sees the negative. And then you can marry someone who is, who is 
has all the, not the mindless in the world, and has all problems in the world, but if you're a person who works on positive and positive, positive, that is the derech that you will go. And it's the same with your children, and it's the same with everything that a person does. It's teaching a person, it's learning the way of, of uh, as we're actually going to learn in, uh, in Ms. Hilsu Sharm today. You have to train yourself. You have to do it every day. It's, a, it's, a, it's something that a person has to focus on. Yes, Rabrafi, you had a question. Uh, I just uh, started to do Yerushalayim, to be on Yerushalayim today. You could go to Yerushalayim, you go to Kotel, and that's the place, and it's the five, it's the this, uh, three people. You think about it 64 years ago, the you used to be good. Right, exactly. Right, right, exactly. Tell somebody who, right, who never had that opportunity, correct. Tell them that it's, uh, it's too crowded at the, at the Kotel, it's too crowded at the Kotel. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem, you're there. Yeah, beautiful. Yes? I have a question. Yeah, good. Why should you go? Yes. How do you not get taken advantage of? Right. What? If you're not looking at negative signs, right. you might miss key red flags. Right. And when you said on the ACL, you know, the bundling and giving, right. they're going to end up draining themselves of all that goodness that they want to give because they're going to give it to the wrong people right. who are just taking it. Right. So, so that's so that's a great question, right? With Lady Yitzchak, my one of my favorite stories with Lady Yitzchak from Bardichev, right? As the guy spit in his face, the guy spit in his face, and all of his see them and the people around him says, "How's Rebbe gonna do this one? How's he gonna judge him?" The cops list. The guy spit in his face. He's like, "Ah, you see how happy he was when he spit in my face? He's a depressed guy. Poor guy. Oh." Look how happy, look how happy of a person he was so happy for him. Read stories, read stories about Rabbi, read the book. You know what? I'll give you my answer. Read the book of Rabbi Arya Levin. Chaynatul's uh, Zayda. Read a book of Arya Levin where the people, I'll just say quickly, where the, where the robbers, he used to have murderers. He used to have robbers. He used to have crazy people sleep over his house. It's one of my favorite stories. And one, one, one uh, morning they wake up and all the candelabra, whatever they had, candelabra, what did he have already? He lived in a, in a, in a, in a room. They took the bet, they took the, the better, they, they took the, the candle, whatever they had, they, the guys took. So the next morning he and his wife come together and they say, oh, we have to be macabre in ourselves and never to have this affect us not to have God guests over and we're going to be macabre, we still have to have everybody over. Okay, so you're, I'm only strengthening your question. Good, let, let, let that be our problem. Let everyone take advantage of us. We're not there yet, Maisha, don't worry about it. We're not there yet. 100%. I'm saying we're not there yet. Read the, I can't answer, right. So honest, honestly, we're not, my point is read the books. Read a book about, read Rabari Levin's book. Read a book like that and you'll see, you'll, you'll, you'll make it through. To make it through life. It's better to be someone who's, take, who's taken advantage. I'm not worried that that's going to happen. Halavai will get to the Madriga that that'll happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Hashem, Shoymer, Shoymer, Psoyim Hashem, but Hashem will protect the person. It's not, it's not, it's, it'll never be a problem. In a relationship, it's not going to happen. I'm telling you. I, mean, I, I see it happen all the time, but it's like a cycle of abuse, right? A person gets a, has a person in their life who doesn't bully them, and then in return, they, that's the only behavior they know, and they, then they bully their, their kid. And then it goes like, right, right, that's, cycle, that's, right? again, that's the person who doesn't work on himself. We're not talking about that. A person who works on himself, I'm not talking about that. A person who works on himself, a person who learns to be, to be loving, a person who learns to communicate, a person who learns not to get the abuse. Well, we're, we're not, we're not, we're, we're, it's not, I'm telling you it's not a problem. It's not a problem. It doesn't become a problem. A person learns how to communicate properly. A person learns what he needs. A person learns boundaries. A person learns all these things. It's mamish, not a problem. The, the natural thing that people say is they say, I don't want to get taken advantage of. That's control, that a person wants that control, and therefore they're worried about that. But it's not, I'm telling you, it doesn't, doesn't happen. How do you get rid of that? Yeah, I'm saying, we're not, we're not, we're not on that. How do I get rid of what? Well, I'm saying the thought, the thought of, um, being steered and taking advantage of, right? Right. So, so I'm saying that's that's already the next step. First, the person has to work on being loving and being positive and seeing the good. And then when he starts getting taken advantage of, he'll deal with that. 
Meaning, it's not the pshat, oh, I'm not going to work on being positive and loving because I don't want to be taken advantage of. Be positive, be loving, and, 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 and it's not an okay now. You're not giving anybody a million dollars and giving it to them. Right, it's scaled down. It's scaled down. So that's what I'm saying. It doesn't, it's not going to affect anything in, in your life right now except for being more positive and being more loving. It's not going to affect anything practically. When it does, you'll bring that case up. Now theoretical, you'll bring that case up, and uh, and and we'll have clarity on that. But very good point, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Okay, let's learn the halacha. The halacha is talking about somebody who is no longer alive. Just as you're not allowed to talk lashon hara about somebody who is alive, you're not allowed to talk about a Jew who is no longer alive. My three-year-old nephew takes after my wife's grandfather who he's named after. He is very self-centered. Nice. So that's Lashon Hara about your wife's grandfather, Hilchus Lashon Hara Ches Tes. So, so, right, the Gemara goes through whether, whether you could say Lashon Hara, I know if that's where he gets it from, on someone who passes away. But the point is for us, right, it's the same exact thing. The Pshad is, is that we don't want to be people who talk negatively about anyone, talking about someone who's not here, right, which is Lashon Hara, basically. When you're talking Lashon Hara, even someone who passes away, it's pure Lashon Hara to say something negative about that person. Um, okay. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoha, as we just spoke, to find the good in other people, to constantly be looking for the good, which is a result of finding the good of yours in yourself, within yourself. Finding the good in other people will help you find the good in yourself. Finding the good in yourself will help you find good in other people. Right? Like we were talking before with Rabbi Regensburg, right? That that whatever you see in somebody else is ultimately a reflection of yourself. As hard as it is to hear that, that is the truth, is that what you see in others is what you have within yourself. Yes, Chaim Yaakov. you do, but ultimately it's, ultimately though, it's coming from yourself. Like you say. Most of the time we see the negative in somebody else, but ourselves we don't. But really, really, that's only a reflection of yourself. It, it appears in your, the, the trick is that you're like, what do you mean? It's him, it's him, it's him. I see it so clearly. But that's, that's the, that's the lie. It's not him, it's not him, it's not him. It's me, me, me. The natural thing is that I see it in other people. What do you mean? He's not nice and I am nice. He's selfish and I'm not selfish. What do you mean? He's, he's a, a lazy bum and I'm working on myself. That's how we perceive it. It's so, to us, it's like, it's so true, right? That, that's what you're saying, right? That what? As I'm saying, it's all the same. Your relationship, your relationship with other people is all a reflection of the relationship with yourself. And your relationship with yourself is your reflection of the relationship with other people. That's, that's, that's one plus one equals two. That's not arguable. It's not, that's, not, that's not like an opinion. That's literally math. That's uh, math, ben adam, lechaveru. That's the way it works. Okay. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha to only see the good in our brothers and achenu kol specifically during this time as we're Arab Shavuos, where the main uh, avoda of Kabbalah Satora, uh, we spend 49 days working on our midos. We spend 49 days, and then Kabbalah Satora, we'll speak about it more on Shavuos, doesn't even fall out on, on the day of, of uh, Kabbalah Satora. To show that that's, that, 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 
The only way to get to Torah, the only way to get to Torah is to work on yourself. It's the only way for a person to have a connection to the Torah. The more you work on yourself, and the more you love other Jews, and the more you're ba'achtus, and, and the more you're able to, to break yourself, you're, to break, let's change that word, right? It triggered some people last time. Not to break yourself, but to, uh, to work on yourself, to, to uh, help yourself grow more, uh, to help yourself, uh, to understand yourself better, to, to, to work on your mitas, right? That's how a person has a greater connection to the Torah. Okay, so Hashem will help us all, us and all the Jewish people, not to speak Lashon Hara, not to hear any Lashon Hara, Achilles, Maitzi Shemra, and just to love and to see the good in everybody um, more and more. Amen. Okay, uh, I just want to focus on Parakut Bays in Mesil Susharim. As we've been talking about, we listed 15 things <coughs> that a person can be in denial about. Uh, denial means that he doesn't even realize that, that it's a problem that he has. And how does a person learn to realize the problems that he has? Meaning, how do I stay out of denial? Right? Denial is probably one of the worst things that a person can have. Why? Because once I know my problem, then I can deal with my problem. If I don't even know my problem, I don't even know that I have a problem, then how am I even fixing or healing or working on it? The worst is when a person doesn't even realize <clears throat> that he has a problem, right? In relationships, one of the hardest things is when someone can't admit that they're wrong. Someone can't admit that they have this problem. Just admit that you are wrong. Admit that what you're doing is not the right thing. But when a person is in denial about that, it's very, very frustrating. And so too with a person. The person, how am I supposed to know what I'm supposed to work on? How do I know what, what, what my problem is? How do I know what I'm supposed to focus on to make myself better? So the Ramchal teaches us. And he says like this. He says, The true means for a person to acquire this midah, to be aware of what do I have to work on in my life? What do I have to work on? He says, is hasmadus hakriya bedivrei chachamim. He says, learning about what the Chachamim tell us a person is and problems. That's why Nikias is great. You start talking about Amida, right? You start talking about uh, Sina and Nakama. You start talking about verbal abuse, right? Those are two of the things that the Ramchal says are very uh, pertinent to people when it comes to social gatherings. People talk and will say things to hurt other people. Once you start talking about it, and you start talking about Chazal, talking about it, then you start thinking about it, you say, oh wow, maybe I have it, maybe I don't have it, right? You start talking about, right, I, learned, I learned a piece yesterday in Torah Sabayas, a very powerful piece that says that there's a chiv every second of a person to learn Torah. There's every second a person has a chiv to learn Torah, every second a person has a chiv. Then you have a p'tur. You have a p'tur because you have to make a parnasa. You have a p'tur of that chiyah, that constant chiyah. So you start looking at it and you say, whoa, I'm looking at Torah differently. I'm looking at my responsibility of Torah, my connection to Torah very differently. Right? When a person learns chazal, and that's what he says, whether it's halachas, whether it's, whether it's musr, he says, why? Once a person realizes what he has to do, all of these things, so he doesn't, once a person wants to change his life, once a person accepts the fact that I want to take responsibility for my life, now a person has to ask himself, what is it that I have to do? I take full responsibility to change my life. What do I do now? A lot of times people get stuck. What do I have to work on? Especially, right, if you have so many things. But the point is to be aware and to say, okay, what are the main things that I have to work on? What is the main thing that I gotta start working on? What's the most important thing that I gotta start working on? Right? Whether it's Shabbos, whether it's Shnai Mikraviachatargum, whether it's learning Chumash, whether it's learning Halacha, right? Those are things that you look in Chazal, you learn Musr, 
You learn different things. You start saying, a person says, I want to connect more to Shabbos. Do you know Hilcha Shabbos? Do you know what's mutter to do on Shabbos? Do you know what's not mutter? People want to learn to connect more to Torah. What is your, do you, did you learn a Savior? Anyone ever learned Milas at Torah? By the Goyen, by the Goyen's brother. You start learning about what Torah Sabai is, by the Chavetz Chaim. You start learning about the Chashivas of Torah. What does that do? It awakens and it brings out. A person wants to work on his laziness. So you learn Musr about that. You learn things. And what that does is it, 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 it sort of gives a person the ability, like he says, for a person to understand what he has to do. And he says, listen to what he says. <clears throat> like he says in the Hakadama in the introduction, we all know what we have to do. We all know what life is about. Just what happens? The world is called Oilam, Helam, which means it's hidden from us. We all know what's the most important thing in life. We all know what's a priority in life. Just what? It's hidden from us. So when we reveal it by learning halacha, when you reveal it by learning Musr, this is what the Ramchal says, then it awakens within you what it is that I really, truly want to do. He says, Ki'ain, listen to what he says, it's unbelievable. Ki'ain, we mentioned this last week. He says, Ki'pa'amim rabos, even if a person makes a decision that I want to change my life and I want to be better. So what happens is, it could be he doesn't even know what to do. You're not born with the wisdom to know what to do. People have this assumption that, oh, that's it, I gotta, I'm, I'm going to know, right? right? I'm going to know, I, I choose to be happy, I'm going to now become happy. I'm going to choose, I want to become a tamachacham, I'm going to know how to become a tamachacham. What are you talking about? What, what are you going to do? You've got to figure out a plan. You've got to read about it. You've got to learn about it. You've got to invest in it. You have to understand these things <laughs> that will help a person be more aware. He says, Achbekriyas advarim. It'll awaken things, inspire things that you don't know. He says, and it'll, it'll bring you more. What it does is, is it gives, it'll stimulate your brain. It'll stimulate you in your brain to understand, oh, I want to more focus on this thing. How do I do it? Laziness. Let me read about, about this gadol. Let me learn Archas Tzadik about, about laziness. Let me learn in Masil Sisharim about laziness. Right? Whatever it might be. Whatever thing you might want to pick to say, I've got I to gotta work on. The more you put your brain and the more you indulge and you stimulate yourself in that area, the more you will be able to, to do it and be accomplished in it and be aware of it. Otherwise, what happens is you just don't think about it and it gets dusty and it gets and it sits in the closet and you don't deal with it ever. You don't deal with it. A person has an anger problem. Yeah, how are you going to change your anger problem if you didn't you know, deal with it, read about it, learn about it, talk about it, listen about it, write about it, make, make a chabura about it. That, then I guarantee you, you'll begin to transform in, in that area. Yes, Yehuda. Of what, of what? What? I didn't understand. That's a great question. I don't know the percentage, but but uh, you know, if you have a why, what they say discipline is remembering why, remembering what you want. That is discipline. So according to that, it's it's the higher the percentage of your why, the more percentage of your doing. Because if discipline is remembering what you want, right? Because the reason what happens, I get inspired to do something and then I forget about it. But if I remember constantly, this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want, then you will constantly, like he's saying, you'll feel the freshness, you'll feel the excitement of this is what I'm doing. So I, it sounds like it's pretty high. It's a great question, Yuda. Great question. Very good point. Very good point. And I think that's what, really what the Masil Sharma is saying. He's saying you want to awaken that. 
the more you read about something, the more you understand something, the more you're engaging in something. So the more you're like, you become part of it, it becomes part of you, and you, you start seeing different, different ideas. You learn so much from people, you learn so much from, from people who wrote things about it, you learn about people who've done it, right? A person wants to become wealthy, right? A person wants to wealthy and financially, he wants to have money, right? What, what would you do? You take out books and you read about it and you watch, watch you know, uh, things about it, you know, what you watch, uh, uh, whatever, documentaries, TED Talks, you watch all these things. You know, why? Why are you doing that? Because what it does is it starts getting, oh, I heard this thing from this. I remember I, I, remember I saw something till this day that made, like many years ago, I saw this thing on, on business. I, I forgot what, what, what kufa I was in. And I was, I don't know. I forgot why I watched it. And it made, I remember what, he, what the guy said. He says, you're trying to create this thing, this certain thing. Your main thing that a person, I remember, I remember it was a, either a TED Talk or something. And he says, start. The first step to anything great is start. He says, why? Because when you start, then it brings you to this thing, which brings you to this thing, which brings you to this thing. You want to get here. So everyone wants to just jump over here. And I remember him saying, start. Because that starting point will bring you to somewhere where you had no idea where it was going to bring you. That's one little thing that I learned, that I read, that I saw, that changed everything. I'm still talking about it however many, many years later. But if a person never does that, and that's what he says, That's why You walk around the base Medrash and you ask people who've had experience about something. Go over to somebody who's a happy person. Go over to somebody who's a Talmud Chacham. Say, success leads footsteps. Right? It leads... At what? At what? <clears throat> yeah, one, one Madrig at a time. Yeah, precious. Precious, correct. Well, that's his whole safer is one step after the other step. Success leaves clues. Speak to people who you admire, who you look up to. That's why it's great to read... You read about Gedolim, you read about Sadiqim, you read about successful people, right? And you say, what did they do? Why did, why did they wake up at this time in the morning? Why did they spend their time with this? You look at someone who has a wonderful family that you love, talk to them. How do you have a good relationship with your wife? What do you do? What is it that you do that makes you have... People think that you, you're lucky. This guy's lucky and this guy's not lucky. This guy made it, this guy didn't make it. Nobody makes it. Nobody makes it. You gotta work yourself to get there, yes. So I understood his question correctly. He was asking how much percentage is it important to know why it is that you do what you do before you take the steps towards the person. And then find an angry person, how important is it to know why you're an angry person? Oh. If I'm not mistaken, right? I someone's uh, wants to be free. Like, why am I going to do it? If someone doesn't have a why, I don't think they're very Right. Something else is more important to me. I want to live a sober life. You don't have that every time it comes in front of you. You're going to have a right, right, right. You're not going to keep Social it. Social pressure of becoming is not going to be. Huh? Side of that question. How important is it? I know. That's what I was saying. I was saying discipline, they say, is remembering why you want to do it. No, why, why am I doing what's wrong? That what? Why am I doing what's wrong? Right, right. That's also. He's pointing the Akar. He says straight out. He has to be misplaining. It has to be misplaining and why he does what he does. That's in Zahiris, he says that. The person's not misplaining. The problem that people have, <clears throat> I'll address it. The problem that people have, just to continue what Rav Hill is saying, the, pro- the reason people continue doing what they're doing and they keep on failing at certain things is because they're not misplaining properly, which means they haven't really understood and have not really processed properly why it is they do what yeah, they do. The, They're not, yes? One of the mistakes with addiction is that many people create the, the outcome or the substance that's their problem. But we know right. that it's a life problem that leads to dot, right. dot, dot. Right, correct. And, uh, yeah. Correct. Short, short and sweet. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Thank you. We miss you. Right? So, yeah, so the, the shot's like this, I, I think. What Phil is saying, and what Rabbi Tzvi just said is, is so true, is that the, um, the, um, a, a, a per, getting up for chakras is never the problem. 
the, the taiva that you're giving into, okay, because he ate Sahara. But that's never the problem. The problem is not the, the taiva that you're giving into. It's a deeper problem than that. It's not, of course, the way to battle that sometimes is to not think about it and just do what you got to do. But if you want to uproot your nida, right, if you keep on seeing that you keep on going down the same path, and that's what happens to us. It's because I'm, I'm chaser, I'm missing in the hisboininus, I'm missing in my understanding of, of what the problem is. We want to fix, we want the external fix to, to just solve whatever. We want to be whatever it is. It doesn't work like that. We have things inside of us. Yes, David and someone else had, and then we'll wrap up. Yes, David. Was that, yeah, or some Karabai? Is that that? I, I didn't know that I'm saying, uh, yeah, our minds were. Okay, yeah. Um, I think coming from like a healthier perspective, I think part of what you was saying is like, if there are some things that like it might not be great to be like a real estate, like a lot of things like you want to be about service, you know, first like real estate, so just be locked in on a certain thing, like, like not really like. Not quite, like in a healthy way, like subconsciously doing things, and you're like excelling at it. Um, correct. It, it sounds like that's probably not recommended for something. Well, well, he's saying right. Get back in the Get back in the Right, right. Correct. Correct. Remember, remember, Nikias, very good, Yehuda. You, you always tune right into what's going on. Nikias is my awareness. Is my awareness of things. It's not. You're not. You're not living in that state. Meaning, you're a bit. You do that once a week. You do that one. You know what I mean? It's more that you're constantly aware. You're not. You're not just living. I think like David was saying. You don't want to overly. You don't want to overly analyze things. Yeah, correct. Correct. Go once a once a week, once a day. A person analyzes how my day was. How my. Right. Correct. 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 Yeah, correct. You also have to make sure that what you're doing are the, are the right things that, that, that you're doing. Nikias makes it. This Nikias awakens to a person. What are a person, right? One of the lines that uh, people know from, uh, from the seven habits, it's a, one of my favorite lines, is it's not about doing things right. It's about doing the right things. So Nikias is what are the things that I'm doing are they the right things? A person could be living 
his whole day and doing things, but he's not doing the right things. Doesn't mean he's doing bad things. He's not doing the right things, as opposed to doing things right. Right? Management versus leadership for anyone who's interested. That's the chilek. They say between management and leadership. Management is doing things right. Leadership is doing the right things. Leadership is doing the right things. Yes, someone else had something? Some karabah you want to share? Rabbi Tzvi? Rabbi Sklar? Okay, thank you. Some karabah, so on. I like, to, I like to hear from everybody. Okay. Somebody want to, come on, some karabah. Rabbi Varone. What? Okay. <laughs> Matt? Yes, yeah, right, right, yeah. I'm just going to share that uh, Hashem is my witness that this was this year, Shabbos morning, and the other night I had Hashem Hara to tell someone, and because of the year I wow. had it not so. Wow, amazing. <laughs> amazing. Amazing, I hear that. Amazing. Yeah, Hashem will help each and every one of us to Rabbi Regensburg. Ask for just a quick thing is that uh, management. Oh, shouldn't I know? Shouldn't I share something? Shouldn't I share something? Shouldn't I share something? Shouldn't I share something? I knew you were definitely not on the head. You're going to get right? Yeah. Right. Well, once you're there, Shouldn't I share something? Whatever Rabbi Fisher says about So just just a, a, a quick thing on uh, on the on the difference just for Regensburg asked just quickly is that is that one of the things as we've been talking about is that a person can be as as the Mesilda Sharm says in the beginning is tichpada voda is that he's so busy and busy and busy a person's busy and busy and busy and busy tichpada voda is that sometimes the Sahara doesn't want you to ask why sometimes the Sahara doesn't want want you to ask why is it that I keep on falling in the same trap? Why is it that I'm not able to, to get out of this rut? Why is it that I'm you know, not motivated? You know, the, why, they say why, why and purpose is the greatest alarm clock, right? When a person's struggling with something, it's never, it's never the, the thing itself. That's what we're saying. That's management is I'm just doing the same things. I'm doing the same things. I'm not able to step away and to say, maybe I have to do things differently. Maybe I have to change my approach. Maybe I have to look at things differently. Once a person begins to look at things differently, then he'll end up doing things differently. So that's the, the, the difference they say between, between someone who is living in the world of leadership and a person who is living in the world of change and growth, he's always examining the why. He's always examining and challenging why I'm doing what I'm doing. He's always asking himself, how can I do it better? What could I change? As opposed to my goal is to just do, 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 do. Now that doesn't mean that sometimes a person has to just do and not think so much. But a person needs in his, uh, in, in his daily or weekly, for sure monthly, right? that's one of the reasons Erev Rosh is a time, right? So you, well, you quoted the Gemara, that every day a person's being judged. Right, every day before a person goes to sleep, makes a cheshven and nefesh. How is my day? What's my day tomorrow going to be like? How's my week? Erev Shabbos is a time for tshuva. Erev Rosh is a time for tshuva. Right, it's always a time for a person to examine nach besodor That's the only way a person can change, is by examining, by being open for criticism. I would say that's probably one of the biggest things. To be open to criticism. To be open to hear, how can I do things better? How can I change? How can I grow? How can I be someone who is more sensitive? How can I be more loving? Whatever it might be. When a person lives in that world, that he's living in, in not the world of just managing his life. He's leading his life. He's leading his life. He's leading the way he, he, he wakes up in the morning, the way he goes to sleep, the way he deals with people. His change, his constant growth and change. Yes, Yehuda. Uh, having a purpose to understand is definitely important to everyone. I feel like in my own observations, I think it's like somewhat more important to some people more than others. 
know why you don't understand why you're doing something. Is that something where you agree with, like based on personality? Like, it's more important to have that why and like more things Well, the more you have the why, the more you're able to do, the more bishlemus you're able to do whatever you're doing. That's that's where you want to get to. You want to get to that. Right, he still has it. Right. 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 It's clarifying. I'm asking people that what people are doing. I'm asking like different personalities. Yeah. Some people more. Right. Some people are more. Some people are more analytical, and some people are more are more asking the question than others. But but for everybody, the is for everybody. Everybody has to. Everybody has to do that. Hashem will help us. Shem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha to, as we're getting closer to, to Shavuos, Kabbalah, Satoira. Let, let us all try and continue to work on ourselves, to work, to uh, learn to, and, and like we say all the time, whatever the best thing a person can do for his future is to live today. The best thing you could do to fix your past is to live today. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be to live today, as today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody.